Julie and Matt here with another great resource from one of our friends. Parents, do you ever wonder how to teach your little ones about missionaries? Go tell everyone. Nine missionaries who shared the good news shows kids how missionaries throughout history have obeyed Jesus' command to tell everyone. This interactive board book introduces nine different missionaries such as Lottie Moon, Adoniram Judson, and Lilius Trotter. And it tells about the countries where they served. Ultimately, Go Tell Everyone helps kids understand that anyone can tell everyone about Jesus. To learn more, visit GoTellEveryoneBook.com. Again, that's GoTellEveryoneBook.com. You're listening to God's Big Story, a podcast for kids. Every week we teach the Bible, sing the Bible, and talk about what it means with a friend or two. I'm your host, Julie, and I'm here with my co-host, Matt. Welcome back, everyone. Matt, actually, I'm happy to welcome you back. I don't think we've mentioned it yet, but you just came back from having a brand new baby. Congratulations. Oh, thanks, Julie. I missed being here, but I loved getting to be with my family and my new baby girl. She is so cute and cuddly. Julie, you know she's the first girl in our family. Matt, that is so exciting. and I know everyone in your family is just so happy to have her. Matt, would you like to tell our listeners her name? I would love to. We thought so hard about what to name her. You know, names have a lot of meaning. It's a big deal to give your kids just the right name. I bet some of our listeners have awesome names. I bet they do too. You know, sometimes people are named after family members or special things or, or oh, sometimes people even name their kids things they hope they'll become someday. Like the name Matthew means gift of God. I bet that's why your parents named you that, Matt. That's true, Julie. Now, what does your name mean? Uh, My name means youthful, but I think my parents just liked the name. You know, some people name their kids for no reason other than the fact that they like the name. Okay, but Matt, what did you name your baby girl? Don't keep us waiting any longer. Well, after a lot of thought, we named her Ruby. Aww. We named her Ruby after a very special person in our lives, her grandmother. Matt, that is just beautiful. We're so happy for you and your whole family. She's already so special, but I pray that she is just as honored and just as cherished as the grandmother she's named after. Hey, you know what? Today, we're talking about someone else's name, God's name. That's right. We're on the third commandment, which says not to take God's name in vain. It means we should use God's name for the right reasons and in the right way. So you're saying there's a wrong way to use God's name? I think that's exactly what it means. But we have a friend who knows all about words and why they matter. Maybe he can tell us more about why it matters. He's an etymologist. Let's say etymologist together. Etymologist. Say etymologist? <laughs> well, hi, Garrick. It's our good friend Garrick. Welcome to the show. We're so glad you're here. Oh, there's nowhere else I'd rather be. Well, 
Maybe I'd rather be in a library filled with books from floor to ceiling. Can you even guess how many words I would be surrounded by in a library like that? Way more than I can count. I can tell you that for sure. Uh, so what's the deal with words? Why, why do you love them so much? Are you kidding me? Words are amazing because words hold power. The power to describe and to tell and to direct words are how we're able to talk to each other. Without them, I guess we would just point and grunt at each other. Well, I never thought about it that way before. I guess words are pretty important. So, Garrick, you're an etymologist? Speaking of words, that's a big one. What does it mean? Well, it means I'm a person who studies words, where they come from, how long they've been around, the earliest known use of a word. You know, it's kind of funny you're asking me what a word means. That's usually my job. That is a cool job. <laughs> but why does it matter where a word comes from or even what it means? Oh, Matt, it's very important to know what a word means. Without its definition, a word is just a sound. Its definition is what gives it meaning. You want to say the right word in the right way for the right reason. Hmm the right word in the right way for the right reason. Can you give us an example? Of course I can. Let's say you're walking down the road and someone yells, stop. Hopefully you listen and respond right away. Why? Well, because when you want someone to immediately quit what they're doing and pay attention, stop is the right word to use. And when you say it in the right way and for the right reason, it has the power to help someone. In other words, you want to say what you mean, and you mean what you say. Oh, I get it. If I yell the word stop, but I really want someone to go, or if I only need them to slow down, I'm using the wrong word in the wrong way for the wrong reason. Well done. You've got it, Matt. So today, we're learning about the Ten Commandments, and the third commandment says not to take God's name in vain. We talked about regular words, but what about names? Can you use names in the wrong way? Mmm, good question, Julie. You sure can. Let's say I stub my toe and I say, oh, Julie, what do you think that means? I think it means you're blaming Julie for stubbing your toe. That's right. And is that fair to say? Is it fair to say that it's Julie's fault? No, I want to say true things about Julie not blame her or use her name in ways that are unkind or unfair. So then if I use God's name to say things that aren't true or are meaningless, that's breaking the third commandment, right? That's right. Remember, you want to use the right word in the right way for the right reason. Even more so when you're talking about God. When we use God's name, we want to do so in a way that honors him and is true. Garrick, thank you so much for joining us today and for sharing what you know. Of course, friends. I hope this helps you learn even more as you read the words of God from the Bible today. Our story today comes from the Bible. The Bible is God's true word. It is from God and about God, and it is true. Let's pray and ask God to help us listen and understand his word. Dear God, thank you for your word. Thank you for Jesus, who is the truth, and for the Holy Spirit, who helps us understand who you are and what you have done. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Exodus chapter 20, verse 7 says, You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. This was the third command God gave to his chosen people, the Israelites. It means that God's name is to be hallowed. Hallowed is a big word that means honor. God's name deserves honor. When we use God's name in the wrong way, we break God's commandment. God's name is his character. In other words, God's name is who he is. To use his name the wrong way is to say something untrue about God. Now we've already learned about how God gave the Ten Commandments to Moses on Mount Sinai. God wrote the Ten Commandments on the two stone tablets with his very own finger. Moses talked with God and enjoyed God's presence. Moses knew God and loved God. Moses also trusted God. After all, God had rescued his people, the Israelites, from being enslaved in Egypt. God also parted the waters of the Red Sea so they could cross over to the other side and escape Pharaoh's army. God had been with the Israelites in the desert too, in a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. So not only did Moses know, love, and trust God, he also obeyed him. When God gave the Ten Commandments, Moses wanted to obey them. When you know, love, and trust someone, you gladly obey. But Moses' relationship with God grew over time. Before Moses ever stood before Pharaoh, demanding he let God's people go, Moses had to grow in his trust of God. You see, there was another time God came to Moses at Mount Sinai, way before the Ten Commandments. That time, God came to Moses in a burning bush and told him to go to Egypt. He said he had heard the cries of his people and was going to send Moses to rescue the Israelites from being enslaved. That time, Moses was scared because he didn't think he could do what God was asking him to do. He didn't trust God, so he had trouble obeying him too. Not only was Moses scared, he didn't think anyone would listen to him. Let's get an even closer look at what Moses asked God by reading from the Bible. If you're at home, open up your Bible with me. Our story today can be found in the Old Testament, the book of Exodus, chapter 3, verses 13 through 15. I'll give you a moment to find it. Exodus 3, 13 through 15. Remember, it's always okay to ask for help if you need it. And if you don't have a Bible with you right now, that's okay too. You can just listen closely. Okay, is everyone ready? Exodus 3, 13 through 15 says, Then Moses said to God, If I come to the people of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Say this to the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, say this to the people of Israel, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. And thus I am to be remembered throughout all generations. Whoa, did you hear that? Moses just asked God for his name. God tells Moses his name is, I am who I am. This is God's way of telling Moses that his name is who he is. His name is his character. Everything that Moses knew to be true about God is in his name. 
all of who God is, is in his name. Can you imagine if people knew everything that was true about you just by saying your name? The Bible has so many things to say about who God is. He's the Alpha and Omega, the beginning, the end. He's good, he's just, he's loving, he's kind. He's omnipotent. That means he's all powerful. He's omnipresent. That means he's everywhere all at the same time. He's omniscient. That means he's all knowing. He's provider, protector, merciful, gracious. Wise, compassionate, slow to anger, glorious, and so much more. God is telling Moses that he can be trusted because his name is his character. Moses can go to Egypt and rescue God's people from Pharaoh and the Egyptians because he is carrying God's name with him and God's name can be trusted. And you know what else, Matt? God sent his only son to be born as a baby and live a perfect life. That baby would grow into a man who would die on the cross for sins and on the third day rise from the dead. His name is Jesus. And the Bible says that one day, everyone on earth will worship at the very name of Jesus. God is good. And God can be trusted because his name is his character. And that's why we want to use God's name in the right way at the right time for the right reasons. Hey, parents, are you looking for an inspiring read for your little ones? Well, we've got something special for you. Introducing Kids in the Bible, a storybook Bible about God's children. This new book by Caroline Saunders features a collection of 33 captivating stories from the Bible, all centered around kids, just like yours. Ever wondered about the adventures of young Miriam, Samuel, or even a certain young Jesus? Kids in the Bible takes you on a journey through the lives of these remarkable children, showcasing how God's big plans unfold through even the smallest of us. Each story is a treasure trove of courage, faith, and the boundless love of God. Whether it's a young warrior's bravery or a girl who defies death or the miraculous journey of a baby who changed the world forever, there's something for every young heart to connect with. So parents, if you want your kids to discover the wonders of the Bible in a fun and engaging way, visit kidsinthebiblebook.com today. Let your little ones be a part of God's special plan to bless the world. You just heard God's word. Let's play a game to see what you've learned. We call it five. five. Wait, 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 wait. I've got this. Wow. Well, our friend Garrick is back to play our game with us. Tell us how to play, Garrick. All right. I'm going to ask you five questions, and you'll have five seconds to think of the answer. When the timer runs out, let's shout out our answers together and see if you got it right. Okay, everyone. Are you ready? Here, Here we, we go. go. Okay. Question number one. What are the other names for commandment? Rules. Words. Law. Question number two. Who gave the Israelites the Ten Commandments? God. God. Question number three. True or false? The third commandment is about God's name. True. True. Question number four. 
God says his name is I am who I am. Last question. Question number five. True or false? God's name is his character. True. How did you do? Did you learn something new about God today from the Bible? Or were you reminded of something good, true, or beautiful that you already knew? Well, we hope so. But now it's time to live like it's true. This week, ask each of your family members about their name. Ask them what their name means and why that name was given to them. And as we finish up our time together, let's worship God through a song that reminds us that God is good. Never, 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 ever, 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 ever,
God's big story. Today's story was just one of the stories in the Bible, which is really just one big story about one big God. If you'd like to read more about God giving the Ten Commandments, you can turn to Exodus chapter 20, verses 1 through 26 anytime and read it together as a family, maybe over dinner. For more information, including a fun video to help you learn the Ten Commandments or details about the show, be sure to check out this episode's description. And tune in next time to God's Big Story. We'll see you again real soon. Bye. Thank you, God, for everything. With our voices, we will